Hello and welcome to Through Town Sales Podcast as we take an in-depth look at the lower leagues of Scottish football. Joined for the hat-trick of episodes this week by Muzz and James. How are you both? Uh, better as the night goes on, thank you. Is, is that due to the flu and banter or the alcoholic beverages that have been consumed? Um, bit of both, I suppose. Decent. James? Yeah, I'm all right. Good. So this week we're back to the tried and tested formula of three short episodes, one per division, Championship League 1, League 2. Uh, this is obviously League 2 edition. If you've got the time and will, um, go ahead and check out the Championship and League 1 editions. Um, especially if you're a team at the top end of League 2, it's quite interesting to see who you could potentially be playing in the playoffs, uh, promotion relegation playoffs come the end of the season because it's still right in the mix and, and that league and the championships just nip and tuck right through, so it's worth a listen across the mall. You make it sound like a chore as well. It's not a chore. If you've it's got the time and the will, it's an absolute joy to listen to us for an extra hour. You could life. listen to it while you're doing your chores, to be fair. That's true. Um, the, the chat is decent, actually. I'll give us that. We're doing all right this week. Um, <laughs> if we say so ourselves. So you can find them on YouTube or um, Spotify. No, listeners will be the judge of that. <laughs> and they are listening in their droves. So. Um, in their tens. <laughs> so, where was I train of thought? I'd be sure to check us out on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and um, on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, if you could do us a massive favour and like the video, that would um, help us massively as well as subscribing to the channel. So, if that doesn't whet your appetite enough, this journeyman spot of the week has been ongoing through the Championship Edition, through the League One Edition. Muzz, don't give them any background. Make them go and check Championship and League One. Just give us a, a grand finale. In fact, if you really want to build suspense, what the listeners can do is go and listen to Championship League One and then come back for this. Over to you, Muzz. Okay, so I'll not I'll not even quote the 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 I'll not even quote the comment that the last nah, nah, they need one to was linked to. Right, they just need to straight stop in. Giving okay. people things on a platter. Okay. So the response comes back in. Not quite sure why I didn't believe they could possibly have the same name, but there you go. There was a fair few of that team who were out in the pints every weekend. So that's good. Insi- that's quite good inside knowledge there. It is, so to be fair. And the listeners aye. of this show will not know what team it is. And that I'm was maybe sure a bit of an old... I, I, I won't, I won't. Um, and that's maybe a bit of an old school thing, maybe a sort of 90s, early 2000s, where... Um, Scottish football certainly it's a bit more of the culture but that wasn't that long ago so and in that part well. of the world as well it is to be fair we'd maybe wondered if it had been a couple of couple of anoraks speaking to each other or the same guy speaking to himself but are folk following the team probably not but it's quite a small close-knit place where there's nothing else really to do play on Saturday what you got to do go home and sit and look at the walls until Monday. decent outfit as well to be fair we'll makes sense, dad, it makes sense so um, any more journeyman spots let's say be sure to let us know on Twitter at Tunstiles or in the comments of this video before we get into League 2 um, we also picked our Scotland squad last week which um, caused amount of controversy directed mainly towards James so be sure and check that out as well if, if you get the opportunity Muzz we got it right in the championship um, saying Aloha were going to go down which Maybe it was quite obvious from the start. We've also got it right in League Two with Queen's Park confirmed El Championes. Yeah, and Brecon pretty much confirmed as uh, yeah. I, like, I like it yeah. how they were calling still still uh, insisting on calling themselves Club Forty Two. Yeah. Uh, when they know it's them. 
they know it's them. But, right, we'll um, come on to Brecon actually. We'll, we'll we'll go through top half first. But yeah, Queen's Park job done. Money where their mouth is and all that. Um, still, to, to, if they manage to see out the season unbeaten, I think that would be more than just doing the job. That would be actually pretty, uh, pretty admirable because you know they do have. They do have ex a lot of more quality. They've got the luxury of having to having spent a lot more money and padded out the squad. But like League One, we're talking about Falkirk there. They've got that. They've got a squad mm-hmm. um, that's probably better than that league. But it's still a competitive league. There's teams there that are, are no mugs, and you could say the same for League Two. So for Queens Park to have just been so consistent and not uh, not yet been beaten is is quite special. You bamboozled us with your stat from League One that Dumbarton have only scored nine goals this season, but Queen's Park only conceded it. Aye, that's that says it all. So it's it, they're doing they're doing everything right across the board. Uh, fair play to Ray McKinnon. Um, he's absolutely uh, had the cigars out most of the most Saturdays um, there. I think there's a it's a it's a more of a jump between what he had at Falkirk and the rest of the league than mm-hmm. you know what I mean compared to Queen's Park and what he's got the rest of the league. Sure, just on Raymond McKinnon, James. Um, I saw once Falkirk. Obviously, they like they have a change in management. I looked at the comments on Twitter, and some did written, "Time to get a young go getter." And then it was like checks to see who's top of week two, and he's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> "So I don't think there'll be any triumphant return for Ray over to Falkirk." Although they are playing at the Falkirk Stadium now, aren't they? Be interesting to see how they go next season. Look, they're building a, a decent squad that, that's playing well together. They've got players that we said can play at the level above and they've shown that. So this foundation they've got can only really be added to. And even if they don't add to it, it's still still not a bad team to be to be playing with as you as you progress up. And I think there'll be a lot of a lot of teams who'll perhaps look down into League Two and, and see that some of the managers and some of the players actually are maybe worth snapping up. Um Mm-hmm. Especially if you look at Sterling Albion, for example, if they don't go up, they're maybe worth players and uh, staff sniffing about. But but yeah, it's been an absolute a stroll, uh, flip flops on almost early doors for Queens Park. We worried maybe at the start of the season if we'd maybe been duped by their squad, but after a rocky couple of weeks, they've pulled it together and and just went for it. Um, obviously, they're they're unbeaten so far, only picked up the three draws, so actually. That rocky spell was oh, wasn't was, actually wasn't terrible. Good. It was just just maybe not hitting the heights that we expected them to scud everyone five six now. But I think that says more to the teams about them than a lack of ability, perhaps in that Queen's Park squad. And certainly, I wasn't expecting that the league to be that strong. So to 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 romp a strong league is testament to that team and manager. So yeah, absolutely well deserved for them to go on and and given this and what are likely carry on some form next season. Given would be overly the, concerned about them coming down. Given the strength of the league, mother, uh, me and you both had backed Stenny to do all right this season. There was a wee bit disappointing in without a whimper kind of finishing that bottom half. Um, but I'd say we'll come on to that. But that top half, nip and tuck for the playoffs, isn't it? Listen, points, before you so. do, I've called Stenny to go, to, to go down that table and they have. I've called Ryan Jack not to be in the Scotland squad. He's not in the Scotland squad. Morton to have a, a nothing season. Folk just need to not be expecting any apologies for things like Ryan Jack. You've called, um, you've, called Stenet, to us, man. you've called Stenet to go down and they've won six times as many games as Breakin and they've got about four times I didn't as many say points. they would go down. I said they'd be lingering at the bottom of the table and they're in the bottom half. You, so they're as good you, as... You said, you said ninth. 
I don't know going to finish ninth. Don't get me wrong, but I've I've taken stick for even suggesting they'd be in that region. No, no I think me and, Muzz, me and Muzz said they'd be nipping talk outside the playoffs. Which nah, well they're they're not. So <laughs> sorry. We talk about the top half of the table now. Yeah. Muzz, I don't think I've, I've called it. I think I've called the top four with Steny knocking on the door, which is what they're doing. So I'm more accurate than you being there, the James. I've called the top four as well. Actually. Aye, after 18 games, wait and see where they end up and still the bottom half of the table. Aye. Hence why <laughs> I would save your speech, your little speech. till. Uh, well, is Ryan Jack going to be in the Scotland squad? Muzz, um Well, thanks to pretty much good fortune. <laughs> No, not good fortune for him or Scotland, but for for you. Well, Muzz, Stalin Albin and Elgin, Rocky Spell, talking of which. Ah, Elgin especially. Mm-hmm. Well, not maybe not Elgin especially, both, you're right. Um, really disappointing um, after yeah, we... Just before we move on, sorry, Elgin 5-2 at home to Albin Rovers. Unbelievable. Aye, eh? aye, aye. Um, very unexpected. Um, really not got going again since since the restart. Um, I, I think they've been probably out of all the leagues. Uh, one of the biggest uh, victims, if you will, Them of the, Africa, I think, eh? of the of the, the, the you can you know it's clearly affected um, Elgin. It's, uh, the, you know after Am I right saying high they took one up point in the second in the last, place. They took one point in the last twelve. Is that right? Jury Queen's part, didn't they? But they got beat by they got beat by Cowden, they got beat by Stenny, they got beat by Albion Rovers. So three of the bottom. They beat they beat Stranar a few weeks ago. That was before that spell though. So I won it the last twelve. I think they've got what one win, one point out of twelve, out of possible twelve. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking you mean one draw and four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking you meant one point last twelve games. That's what. No. One. One draw and four. Aye. Um, um, still on Albion as well. Yeah, still on Albion as well. Disappointing, um, <clears throat> especially a bit, a bit, a bit of inconsistency as well since since the restart. Yeah. Um, I think, I think they'll be especially disappointed losing at, at home to Stranraer, given it was such a big game. Um, and then and Edinburgh, City, Edinburgh City, yeah, the teams around them that they, that they really needed to beat. I think they only drew um, with, I think that, um, somebody they should have been beating. Albion Rovers as well. Drew at home yeah. with Albion Rovers. Aye, and and I think losing, like especially though losing to Stranraer, Edinburgh City, the teams around them at home, I think that's going to be a wee knock to their confidence at, at the wrong time when playoffs are, are approaching. Um, I wouldn't, you know, and you can't mathematically by any means rule Elgin City out. But Stranraer, three wins in the bounce now. They're starting yeah. to they're starting to up it. So um, I worry about Sterling Albion now because if you if you look at the fixtures coming up, they've got a back against Edinburgh City, but away. Then they've got Queens Park at home. Um, obviously, these Elgin. are the teams around them in, in the playoff positions. Elgin away on a Thursday up, night. Aye, they've got to go up to Elgin, aye, and then they host Stranraer in the last aye, day. So, so. They, they've. We spoke about it in the League One, didn't we? About where you want your break, but still in Albion, I think they've been stitched. I think they're the worst set of fixtures they could have got, given the, on the days as well. Yeah, yeah, and that that away one that they didn't want. I mean, the only thing that would have made it worse would be an away to Stranraer as well. Aye, on the Tuesday or something. Aye, aye. So, what are you saying about Stan Albion, Jim? It's it's one of those ones where 
you've called it correctly saying, or Mother's called it, saying that you can't lose to the teams around you that sort of convincingly. Um, obviously, points draw, uh, points lost in a draw against uh, Albion, but uh, Albion Rovers, obviously. You're looking at them, Stone Albion, now sitting thinking there's not much difference between third and fourth place, mm-hmm. really, in terms of what you need to do after this set of fixtures going forward into another playoff. But they can then get fifth. That would be a monument, a monumental bottle job if they just decline after suffering losses to the teams around them to then not make the playoffs again because they can't afford to then lose to those same teams that will that will take them down that way. So there's not much difference between third and fourth, but they have to still get those positions. For me, they could still make second, but I think it's less likely. So they just have to make sure we're now in the playoffs. Third position doesn't matter. Fourth position doesn't matter. They're as good as interchangeable when it comes to the long term. Like, we are, talking... are we going to get ourselves up? Just don't be fifth. You just cannot be fifth. Aye. But then every team will be sitting thinking that. No, we are, we, are a, we are a bit doom and gloom about Sterling. But if they go to Edinburgh City and, and win 2 0, they're back up to second. Like, so I think we're, we're, we're only really doom and gloom because. Yeah. We're doom and gloom because they are good and we expect them to do well. Yeah. And yeah. they're not. So. When you've been consistently good throughout the season and then you take a bit of a dip, then of course you're going to get a bit of doom and gloom because you've set yourself such high standards. And it's different for me than the, the Falkirk dip we spoke about because that's the that's the expectation. And the expectation that you're better than you are and that you should be higher up in the table. Our expectation of Sterling is that they're good. So anytime they're not doing particularly well, it's doom and gloom. But had they beaten Edinburgh City, we'd be doom and gloom about Edinburgh City because... Again, Edinburgh City are a team who do well. Edinburgh City have only lost one game, haven't they, since Naismith's went in, was it against... Was it 3-2 against Queen's Park? I think, no. Uh, I think they've lost one game, and I'm sure it was against Queen's Park. Aye, aye. They've totally hit the ground uh, hit the ground running under Naismith. Aye, 3-2. And they were so unlucky against Forfar in the Cup. Um, I, I, how Forfar got you know, away from that fixture, you know, winning and penalties... It was uh, obviously a last-minute winner, but Edinburgh City were um, all over them, really creating much more, many more chances. So I think um, I think the the momentum, the swing is with it in Edinburgh City's favour. Um, You've got to hold down tools a wee bit. Aye, but I think I think with that unbeaten, we've got an incentive to, to, to maintain that unbeaten record. Yeah. yeah. So. That's a good point. I, I wouldn't I like see, to be playing them at any point. I see I mean, the even, top even four. Even if they roll out a, a weakened team. Weakened team, aye. I see aye. the top four staying as it is come the end of the season. What do you boys think before we move on to the bottom half? Yeah, early season in Elgin City, I think we'd have had a bigger, a better chance. Um, yeah. And I think years of, years of cold, so there's no point in really rehashing it, but they've just, the recent form is, isn't, hasn't been particularly great. Um what I will concede is, actually, ironically, putting Tommy McHale in the, the team of the year, I thought he was playing class at the time, or our team of the season so far, I think we did back in January. I thought he was, was playing class at the time, but he's, you know, the whole the whole Elgin team's not, again, playing particularly well relative to their position and relative to being in the top half. So they're a good team, but I think they're... Just he maybe, he maybe doesn't make the shortlist for team of the season. Yeah, and, and I think, like... Um, like Muzzard said, the recent form doesn't merit um, being any higher. But but for me, early season Elgin would be in there. Um, it's maybe just too little too late at this point. 
you agree with that? Even, even if, even yeah, I agree with that. Even if, um, even if Elgin managed to get up to equal points, or with say like Sistranara or Sterling Albion, they've still got a, a slight deficit in, in goal difference, mm-hmm. and I think little margins like that are going to matter at this point, stage of the season. Yeah, at, at this stage, um, and just with given the form, they, they've not like. They've not stumbled over the line into the playoffs. They've act, they're actually hanging on to that playoff position by the fingertips. They've actually gone mm-hmm. down the way. So, uh, as opposed to like in League One, where Montrose have just staggered into it the, at the last sort of kick of the of the ball. Just, so just before it's we... one of those ones where you need a, a team to just completely bottle smash because even if Elgin City do do well. Source from Rara and Sterling Island and Edinburgh City and Queen's Park, like you're not playing mugs, you're still playing mm-hmm. good teams that are going to also play well. So you you really just need one of those other teams to completely brick it, basically, for Elgin to, to get into the playoffs for me. It's doable, mm-hmm. but I, I don't see it. Bob, we've got you, James. Do you agree with Muzzy's uh, belief that breaking look like they're away? Yeah, they're they're gone. Um What's all this about? I'm not thinking there should be a playoff. There's there's playoffs because when the leagues, Lowland League, Highland League got called, I was a bit sceptical, in fact, that they could do it with such such little games played. But I saw something about Brora picking up more points in their truncated season than Breakin' have picked up. They picked up more points in three games than Breakin' have picked up in 18. And I agree with you, like it was a bit harsh on other teams calling them champions after three games. But they won it. They won it. the Brora won it last season as well and were denied the opportunity. So I think it, it balances itself out, to be honest. Unless, like, every team that isn't going to be playing in these playoffs will be aggrieved because you'll feel like, how far away can you be? East Kilbride, for example, and they'll be sitting yeah. thinking, oh, we could have done it. But um, apart from playing the season, there's nothing else really you can do. I think those other teams as well, especially more so the Lowland League than the Highland League, where the Highland League's a bit more competitive. I think some of those teams in the Lowland League will be going, let's get Kelty Hearts out of here so we so we can give ourselves another fighting chance. Right, who mean, would you want I, to play I, next season? Beacon or Kelty Hearts? Exactly. I, I'm not saying <laughs> Kelty Hearts last season even, they didn't even run away with it quite so much. Um, it's, it's, it is a good league, but with the with the financial backing that they have and the players they can attract, it's, they're always going to be... Um, they're always going to be up there. They're always going to be topping that league. So I may be thinking, if I'm them, no complaints. Just get get them get them away. Try and get them up. Get them out of the league. And then, like you say, I'd much rather be facing Brecon right now than Kelly Harps. Yeah, uh, I saw Berwick the season they went down, early doors. And then I'd seen them the season before as well. Again, early doors because I was doing some some cup work, and they looked at uh, Berwick looked looked rotten. And they didn't look like they should be hanging on. So when they were in that position as Club 42, for me, rightfully, they lost and ended up going down. And for me, they're, that's probably fair because there's a nice wee stadium. They've got a good wee fan base. And for me, not trying to be patronising for the wee team, like that's that's probably the level they're at because they're not putting in the investment that some mm-hmm. of the other teams are doing. East Sterling came out and went, look, we took it, like our medicine. Embarrassing to drop out of the league, but that's the pyramid for you. And they're getting on just doing Eastern things because realistically, that's probably the level they should have been at 15 years ago, never mind yeah. when they dropped down. So I think yeah, you, you, you have to give them their chance. And there's almost like just now we need to shuffle out the order of, of where these teams should be. 
So yeah. I, I'm with Buzzer. You, you want them to play in and move I think them it, on. I think it's a bit like Blase to say as well that oh, you'll never see these teams again. I heard that bandied about because Scotland we're not we're not used to the pyramid setup, so we're not giving these teams a chance. You know, we heard, I heard that oh, you'll never see Sterling again. Now you'll never see Berwick Rangers again. Now, but like you say, James, they've they've gone down and they've they've parachuted themselves down. It's it was it's under control. They're, they're not they're not disappearing out of business. They're they're regrouping. They're getting you know they're trying to build yeah, back. Realistically, up are they any worse off for being there? No, they're playing ah, an actual competitive game instead of getting like Brecon are getting absolutely shafted week in week out. So if they mm. go down, are they going to be worse off? Or are the fans ah. going to see actually? Some all right football at an all right level. Yeah. Probably was cheaper every, for the fans as well. Uh, and and you're hardly drawing in the, the the star players as well if you're club 42. Yeah. There's every chance in a few years, five, maybe 10 years, we'll see Brecon, even sooner maybe, we'll see Brecon City back in, we'll see Elgin, uh, East Sterling, you know, back mm-hmm. up. We'll see mm-hmm. Berwick Rangers back in the playoffs maybe. Uh, I think nature will take its course in that sense, but I think justice will be, I, d- I don't know if, Anyone else in Brecon's situation would have come out and tried to tried to wangle the way out of that. Again. You know, had it been a, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but it might just be because it, well, it's unfair to keep that inconsistency over because Brecon need to they need to be fighting just now, but they're just being left in the lurch because nobody knows what's going on. I don't know if that's what you were looking up, Andy, but you seem to have looked like you had a stat or a bit of information for us. But it's so unfair to keep Brecon in the lurch, so they almost have to come out and say, well. Just keep us in, please. Like, no, no, no. I think breaking. I think they've lost hundred and one of their last hundred and forty games as well. Like, they, they, they deserve to be where they are. I think, and and Brora and Kelly deserve a shot at them. And see if breaking scrape it and beat them, then there can be no complaints. I don't think. But um, you've almost got to have the belief that you will beat them. Well, that like is, if, you're, yeah. if you're if you're arguing to say we should stay in the league, and they turn around and say like, well, you're not. You're going to playoffs. You should be like, all right, we're. We're good enough to stay in. Except we've lost 101 games of 140. Mm. So our fans are actually probably going to want us to play in a league where we can win some games uh, and not just the way they yeah. the, the way they worded it as well, it was like we we know you know they accepted we like we're in the position we deserve to be in the position we are. And then it was like, but uh, you know, but yeah. we don't we don't think it's fair that, that playoff should happen. So it's almost like they're just saying that. And then trying to def- deflect, then mm. immediately trying to deflect away from their feelings by trying to blame the yeah. authorities for letting this playoff go ahead and stuff like that. It's just desperation, really. You know, my understanding thus far is that Kelton Broder will, will that game will happen. No, the two but games the only thing that's in other, debate yeah. is when, well, yeah, that that fixture, sorry, will happen rather than the game. The only thing that's in the air just now is will the winner of that then play Get the chance, weekend yeah. for who's going to make up the. Club 42. Um, so, the, so at least those players are, are training with a view to actually go and play games. Kelty yeah, Toronto. no, definitely. And it's are interesting they playing the game? Teams like, even teams like East Fife, who missed out on the split in League 1 by three goals, obviously they've lost Nathan Austin for three weeks now because they've had him on loan. So how annoyed will they be if he goes back? He's been back at Kelty, rightfully, because they're his parent club, for three weeks, and then say that they play Brora, beat them. And then actually, there's no playoff, so they've lost Nathan Austin, <laughs> having had them alone. We could have made a difference between them getting into the bath for no reason. 
Well, goal scorer who came in and scored goals, and they've missed out by it's three impact, goals. It's so. impacting clubs right through. I think they need to have it. Um, mm-hmm. So just before we wrap up, the bottom half, I think, given that there's no kind of ninth place playoff there, I think that might just kind of peter out. But just before we wrap up, we were talking about Stenner there. Must David Irons leaving? Are you surprised at that? Because they looked all right in spells, weren't they? And, um, yeah. Seemed to have recruited some decent players. Yeah, I definitely like their, their core... 11, if you will, or the, you know, the, the strongest 11 that they could put out there, I thought was a really good, uh, really good team. Um, so a wee bit, you, you always want, you know, when a manager, when, I don't think he was sacked, was he? I think he's mutual, it's a think mutual, mutual thing. You, you always wonder, even though it's a mutual agreement, who's, has he been, who's done the pushing and who's maybe done the... Uh, who's initiated it, yeah. Aye, um, because... I think it was going okay, but I think it was obviously a bit underwhelming. And they strike me as a bit more of an ambitious club, Stenhouse Um I wonder what the new but, manager but, will do with his 12 analysts. Aye. aye. I mean, aye. But I think a bit harsh on Davy Irons, you know, if it, if it has been the club, but at the same time, they are... You know, they, 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 they should have been punching at their weight, which was... I imagine their position, budget so. would be similar to Elgin's. Mm, a bit more, I would have thought. Yeah, so like you I say, they, should, they should have got top half, really. I, th- I think so, yeah. I think it's that's been the catalyst. Um, <laughs> but Are we going moving on, friend of the podcast, Greg Spence, as well? I think there's a few. Mm-hmm. The 12 analysts, that sort of stuff seems to be a bit... You don't, you know, don't want to say it's like bit discontent with that but it just seems a bit yeah you odd decisions you could looking at yeah, it, some, the chips will fall afterwards it's it's a bit of an yeah. odd situation he's obviously wanted to move but still strange and maybe the you know they keep going on about this strategic partnership they've got with Hibs but maybe if they played too many young players but maybe, mm. maybe they have maybe they haven't but who's to say like yeah. if that's positively or negatively yeah. impacted maybe, maybe David Irons is hanging on thinking right I can get this team up and then when he see they're not, sees they're not he's like well Mm-hmm. I've let them down, so maybe he's the one that's gone and said, "Look, it's not for me because I've done, I've done all I can." Yeah. Rather than the board saying, "You've maybe. done all you can." So, yeah, it could be one hundred one things. He could have had his budget cut behind closed doors mm-hmm. for next season, and he's maybe thought, "Well, I can't work with that budget." And you know, there's a, there's a hundred one things mm-hmm. that can go on. So, um, so that rounds up this week's episode. What a 10, 12 days we've got ahead of us uh, for all the League Two clubs. Very much looking forward to it. So as always, um, get in touch with any thoughts and feedback at Turnstairs there on Twitter or in the comments section of this YouTube video. Um, We'll be back next week. Thank you very much for watching and we'll hopefully see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.